Our sponsor today on Drinking with Authors is Skunk Brothers Spirits. Skunk Brothers Spirits was started by a family of disabled veterans focused on locally sourced quality distilled spirits. Their name was inspired by their pops, who was nicknamed Skunk. Skunk's father was a moonshiner in Oregon back when it wasn't exactly legal. Now the brothers are taking the family business legal with their Washington-based team using their grandfather's Prohibition-era moonshine recipe to bring small batch spirits to the gorge and beyond. From the moonshine corn whiskey to the apple pie brandy, all of their spirits are handmade in Washington. Believing they already have the best ingredients in the local community, they work with local farmers and suppliers to produce the highest quality spirits from scratch. You can find them on Facebook at Skunk Brothers and on Twitter at Skunk Bros Inc. Or visit their site www.skunkbrothersspirits.com and use coupon code DWA10 at checkout to read 10% off your order. You can always also ask your local retailer to start stocking Skunk Brother Spirits. Regardless of how you get your hands on a bottle or two, grab a drink and don't forget to get skunked. This podcast contains potentially adult language, adult themes, definitely drinking, and possibly sexual context. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Drinking with Authors, the Literary Greeks edition. I'm your host, Erica Lance. My co-host today is the amazing C.R. Rice. And we are so fortunate, actually, right now, because we have the amazing author J.B. Moonstar and her thoroughly as amazing daughter who does all of her cover art. And once you guys look up these books and you see this, you'll know exactly what we're talking about. Yes. So let's talk about what we're drinking again. I am most of the way through in my Drinking with Authors Cup, my cranberry lemonade, lime, lemonade, and but this was a bad choice. By the way, this has been a horrible choice that I made for myself. And it's gotten worse as I've been drinking it. I'm just, that's, anyway, um, I won't, I won't make this choice again. CR, what are you drinking? So I have been experimenting with the Four Horsemen cocktails because somehow that became my method in life. Uh, so I am doing a cranberry with raspberries, um, vodka, and a little bit of key lime juice on top to represent war. Okay, so well, like, this is the second war drink you've had, so we're going to make sure it I have. Out. I'm going to have to do, like, I'm going to have to list the recipes or something so people can vote on it because the the three people I've had try them yeah. say they're equally as good. So I don't know what's going to represent it, but we'll work it out. Okay, I have confidence in you, JB. What are you drinking? I'm having some red wine in my prescription wine glass that my son gave me that I'm supposed to fill as needed. So it's I doing. Hope you fill it regularly. Are we I mean, filling right? it? Yes. That's good. <laughs> okay. So the first question, and you both get to answer this because we've never had the cover artist and the author on the <laughs> so same time. Okay. Okay. You're each going to have separate answers. I know. JB, what is your favorite book of all time? Um, I like all the Agatha Christie ones. Let's see. Death on the Nile, maybe, or The Secret Adversary. The Secret Adversary. I love how it twists. The plot is so twisted in that one. 
I just like things that you have you have to think to figure out. That so. is a good one. Wasn't she just rated the world's best-selling author of all time? It's what? possible. <laughs> I I mean, all right, that doesn't matter. Okay, what what are <laughs> you so sidetracked today? Serious. I have no. I am just. You're fine. You know what? Days. I'm gonna now ask Jen what her favorite book is of all time. <laughs> hard um i have to say for a series i've been reading all the dune books i finally made it through at least like 10 of them <laughs> there are so that's what i've been reading for the past while, so um and for standalone i think life of pi is my favorite oh that's a good one life of pi is a good one i never read that one everybody everybody i ever talked to said it was terrible but maybe they were talking about the movie every time I would bring it up. Maybe they were just talking about the movie. Yeah. I'm going to add it to my reading list. Okay. You're making a lot of lists today. Okay. JB, what is your least? You should see my desk. I don't want to see your desk right now. I'm trying to get through these questions. It's been painful. We're only on question one. JB, what is the least favorite book of all time? My least favorite book. Well, there was one that. It was, I'm sure it's a very good book and I do go back to it once in a while, but it's a story about history about 400 years ago and in a certain, I'm not gonna give you the name because I don't wanna degrade the book, but the, the communities, their form of childbirth, uh, they, if they had too many children, they would kill the children when they were born and I just couldn't go forward with the book anymore. It was, it was hundreds and hundreds of years ago and I got to me. I couldn't finish the book. Well, that, that makes sense. What about you, Jen? <laughs> that would be my depressing and dark very quickly, but we're so going to <laughs> well, I don't know. I don't know if I have the least favorite one. I don't know. I don't. <laughs> is there a book you were ever like made to read in school and you were like, this is terrible? Um, I can remember feeling that, but I can't remember the name of the book. So I think a bad book for me is when you can't, you don't remember it and you don't. I, I think that's great. You can block, <laughs> you can just block. That's what we're doing now. Okay. Uh, JB, what is your favorite book to movie or TV show? Well, depends on which one, like there was the, um, what was the train one called? The Agatha Christie train. Oh, the murder, murder on the Orient Express. Yes, like the one, the old one when they had um, the uh, Perot, the one, the David, per, David Sush. Murder on the Orient Express. Is that what not it with these new ones? They're not good. I worked, watched them and took them away. But um, <laughs> no. <laughs> um, but the one with the one. One would actually kind of follow the book. The rest of them, they, they make things up that didn't, weren't in the book and it doesn't make any sense. And I'm a very logical person. And if they throw something in there that doesn't make any sense, just to be dramatic, it still doesn't make any sense. So it doesn't, I don't like it. <laughs> I, okay, I just love that exact reaction. Jen? Um, as you can see, we really like our murder mysteries in this family because the series I've been really into has been watching the old Columbo, um, the old Columbo series. Oh, That's wow. what I've enjoyed watching right now. Very, very cool. Will you, um, JB, will you finish a book if it's not good? Will you keep reading it or will you put it down? Um, 
I'll put it down because I have a very, I don't know if it's a good or bad, a very good memory and things that I read, I remember just as well as things that I see. And I went in the, I started reading the Jurassic Park movie and when they were eating the baby, I had to stop yes. reading that one and I couldn't read it anymore. <laughs> Sorry. I, there's certain things I just don't like this to picture like in my Jurassic head. Park. Well, one, yeah, whichever like Jurassic Park books. One of the yeah, Jurassic no, it, Park that's books. in Jurassic Park. Did you not know that, CR? No. Okay. So it's I'm not in the movie. It's not in the movie. It's in the second. I know. Movie. My husband maybe watched the movie like four years ago, and I had never seen read. I didn't even know there was a book. Okay, so. It's actually a brilliant book, but it's a very adult book. They made the movie much more like PG. So yes. in the entire premise, actually, of Jurassic Park, the book, if you read it, which is one of them, I love the book, actually. But the, the whole thing is the comfies, the little green dinosaurs with the long necks, mm -hmm. have already gotten on the island. And so they bring in people to assess whether how big of a risk it is that they've already gotten off the island and they've already found them. And comfies tend to feed on like carrion and stuff like they feed on things that can't fight back. So in the book, you can cover your ears, JB, as I'm telling this part if you want. In the book, they, what happens is the comfies get in and start biting little babies on this um, island of Costa Rica. They start getting in biting. And there's a point in time where they do kill a baby by doing that. And eventually they catch this thing and they have the carcass and they realize dinosaurs have gotten onto this island and then they have to do, that's where Malcolm comes in on the chaos theory and the, ins the, the insurance adjuster shows up. And let me yeah. just say, if you actually read the, the book or listen to Now it, understand why Corey told me not to read the books because he, he I remember because I had never seen them before. He told me probably a month after we started dating, he's like, I want to show you this amazing series. And I was like, okay. He's like, it's called Jurassic Park. And I was like, I vaguely remember that. He's like, don't read the books, just enjoy the movies. And I was like, okay. I now understand that warning. <laughs> yeah, it gets- 10 years later, I understand this warning. Okay. Yeah, it gets a lot worse than that, actually. Not the baby thing, but- it's very much an adult thing and there's a lot of problems throughout this entire you know park thing and john hammond and uh, there's a lot that happens anyway oh god this is so stressful for me yep. <laughs> i'm gonna read them and then it'll no, be traumatized the, the next podcast <laughs> don't read that book. please don't i don't want to deal with that if you read that <laughs> what what about you jen do you do you finish or do you put them down um, I, finished, I finished reading the Jurassic Park. I actually thought it was she a really good it. book. Yeah. Yeah. It is a really good book. It's just an unpleasant at times. It's an adult book. It's an adult book. Right. So, okay. So um, go ahead. You go ahead. Ask a question. You're okay. out of control. What's happening? I'm just very confused at what's going on in my life right now. I feel like this podcast really derailed my life. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> so many new things okay so <laughs> if you guys could be any main character in a book but you have to live out their life who would it be oh gosh how about uh tuppence from uh 
From Agatha Christie, okay. So she's one of the sleuths. She's young, so she'll live a long time. Tommy and Tuppence. <laughs> so that would I have to know. They, they have several books. They were actually in The Secret Adversary. <laughs> that was their first adventure together. They formed their own adventure group, and that was their first adventure, Tommy and Tuppence. I'd be okay. tough. What about you? <laughs> um, I think it would be cool to be in the Artemis Fowl world, remembering back to some of the books I really liked growing up. Oh, I think that would be so much fun. Okay. I don't think we've ever gotten that one, Erica. No, we haven't gotten that one. Nobody's gone Artemis Fowl. No, we haven't gotten that one. Okay, so follow up. Who would you choose from a book to be your best friend or sidekick? <laughs> How about Hastings and Perot? <laughs> I like Hastings. <laughs> He's so funny. I like Hastings from the Perot books from Agatha Christie. He's, <laughs> He's a sidekick. He's a sidekick, sidekick, because he always doesn't know what's going on, but he tries the best he can. What about you, Jen? I think Holly would be really cool. I really liked, I liked um, technological, but very mystical, and I think... She was a really cool character too. So I think that'd be really cool to have as a friend. Okay. If you could be any supernatural creature, what would you be? I would be a flying dragon. Sorry, I'm the green one. She's the blue one. We're okay. But like transfiguration dragon where you can transform from human to dragon or just dragon full time? Well, um, we have medicine in Nigeria's world that can change us back and forth to dragons and humans when we want to. So I'd be both. And you know. well, Jen, are you blue dragon or do you have a different answer? Yeah. Uh, blue dragon's cool too, but um, I like a mermaid. That'd be like a space mermaid. That's one of those species oh, that I have. Yeah. A space mermaid? Is that what you just said? Mm-hmm. What is a space mermaid? So like a cosmic siren, so sort of like the sea. The stars are their sea. So like I sort like of similar um, way they would work, but they would work in space. And this is why they're creating this series, because like <laughs> mind blown, that's fine. I gotta that's say, fine. I think you just fixed a plot hole for me. <laughs> <laughs> She'll do that's the cover shit, my friends. <laughs> Very cool. Okay. Um what about, uh, I, I do enjoy this question that Ciara asked, which is, what is a weird food combination? Ooh. Okay. Uh, I have lots of fun allergies. So one of my favorite lunches is milk and potato chips, which is a really good lunch, right? You got vitamins and protein <laughs> and oh. stuff and yeah. You're grasping. What do you mean, milk and potato chips? (laughs) Not you don't mix them together. Oh, well, no, I just eat them. Yeah, but you don't mix them. Oh, I don't mix them together. No, I do not (laughs) mix them together. It's not like cereal, CR. It's not cereal. Okay. No, not cereal. It's just yeah. Sometimes that's what I have for lunch. So I was just thinking you were taking opening a bag of Lay's. your milk and just like chugging it like it's a smoothie no no I didn't do that no that's true I don't know combinations I don't know 
I'll let JJ go with that one. She has a lot of interesting combinations. All right, Jen, let's do this. What do you have? I like eating pickles with like lots of all my sir. Pickles and rice. It's actually pretty good. Pickles have and rice. Have you ever rice. done pickles and Doritos? Just slice up per pickles and stick it on top of Doritos and eat it like it's like cheese and crackers. Like you just eat it that way. I don't think so, but maybe we'll have to. There you go. So good. Nice. Oh, now we know what CR's weird food combination is. Yeah. Throw some Skittles on there and you got some business. Skittles, okay. Oh, what the hell? That sounds like a terrible place. <laughs> so the other day I was really hungry and I always do pickles and Doritos when I'm writing. Because you just stick the slices to the side, you have the chips. So if you want a pickle, like you have a pickle. If you want Doritos, you have the Doritos. Well, I also need something sweet. So I had a bowl of like Skittles because I'm extra like that. I actually put them in a bowl. And um, they, it, I accidentally knocked it over and it fell on top of them. So I was like, screw it. Like I'm on a roll. I'm just gonna grab it and go. It's actually delicious. It was Doritos, like ranch Doritos. It was the oh. dill pickles. And it was Skittles. Yes. Drinking with authors does not recommend so any of these food combinations. <laughs> they are not liable for whatever you put in your mouth. So that is terrible. Oh my gosh. Okay. okay, but like, but JB said that Jen has a bunch of them. So what's another one, Jen? Oops. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> After this podcast, she's going to be like, mom! <laughs> she just likes just like putting lots of spicy things all together, yeah. too. I have like all the hot sauces in there. I just dump on them whatever I'm eating. <laughs> Everything takes better with hot sauce to her. So she has like. Do you do the weird hot sauces? Like my husband has a kiwi spice one that his brother got him from Hawaii that's like kiwi spicy stuff. Yeah, I like the, I've had strawberry hot sauce and different, that's I like so trying strawberry. different ones. You shouldn't ruin fruit. I feel like that's across as a line. Okay, listen, you are, you already crossed the line moments ago. You don't get to talk right now about it's that. It's delicious. You have to try it. No, I don't have to try it. Like literally, I don't have to do that. As a grown adult, I can make this decision and to not do that to myself ever. Okay, um, back to books, because I feel this topic has gone completely left. Um, uh, do you like, do you prefer paper books or e-readers or what's, what's your favorite way to read? I like hard copy books. I like paperback or hard copy. I'm not, I can't really read them on the screen. I like reading a book, turning the pages. So, yeah. yeah. Um, paper books. I like having them carry them with me and always having them there. But Very cool. I like having them in my hands. Are um, you, you, do you keep them secret and safe and everything? Because I was, I, this, uh, CR cover yours. So I was reading again in the bathtub the other night with my paperback because I got a paperback book and it drives her nuts because I'm just like, whatever. And, <laughs> She's an animal. <laughs> she just takes them into the bath. Like I am the person. So we're two opposite spectrum. I will rent. Like if I have a friend of mine who always asks me, you know, what book do you recommend? And I'm like, oh, this one is fantastic. And she's like, great. Can I borrow it? And I'm like, no, like <laughs> I will buy it for you. 
And meanwhile, Erica will go and sit in her bathtub and leisurely stroll through her books <laughs> with the steam. <laughs> like I was in the water, bedroom. my hands get wet, and then I touch the pages. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> like I don't dog ear it. I don't even use a bookmark because I'm civilized. I remember the page I'm on because I don't want it to mess up the binding. I hold them. Like, more than one book them. Oh my god, Erica. <laughs> So now that I'm causing her coronary, how do you guys treat your books? <laughs> I always use a bookmark. I don't fold pages. I treat them nicely, I hope. <laughs> so I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I treat them nicely. I'm like you. I if someone asks for them, I'd like I'll buy you one, but you're not gonna have one. <laughs> <laughs> like I limited edition signed Terry Pratchett. You think I'm going to let you take that home? You're out of your damn mind. Listen, I will okay. say this honestly, <laughs> if it's a book signed by an author that I've gotten or something like that, I, I do treat it well and I care for it. But if I go went to Barnes and Noble or something and I, I, you know, and I bought a book and whatever, I just read the book and then I donate the book or give the book away. Like I don't keep all the books because that's a lot of books. No, because I have I a few that I reread, but most of them I just give away. <laughs> no. Yeah. I like to read mine three or four or five times. So yeah, I read the Agatha Christie ones all over again. You know, you always find something new you miss. I have a couple series that I do that with, but I'm now I'm I'm all about audiobooks. Do you guys do you guys listen to audiobooks? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> You gotta watch YouTube, guys, because this was a totally unified, <laughs> head-shaking situation. Oh my goodness. Oh. So here's a kind of spin-off. What do you do when a book comes out with a new cover? I'm not talking a movie cover. I'm talking about like, so one of my favorite series is the Ugly series by Scott Westerfield. He has come out with four covers now for his series. There's four books in the series. Do you want to know how many copies I have? I have 12. Because every time he gets a new cover, for some reason I have to get it because then the, if you only get one or you only, because I go to library sales. I don't know if anybody knows about that. Libraries do huge sales where they get rid of their old books or they burn them. I don't think a lot of people know that if they don't sell the books and they can't hold them in their library, they burn them. So go to your library. But when he, I got a series, I had all three books and I couldn't find the fourth one, which is, is the extras. I couldn't find it in the, the cover. So he came out with a new cover and I got all four of those because it feels incomplete. Do you ever have that with a series when they switch up the covers? No, so I'm weird. I <laughs> love that they're looking like you're a crazy person. That. I let you go on that whole tirade, just <laughs> hoping that that look that they just had would come to fruition. Because it, it bothers me. Like I still am missing one of the white cover extras, and it bothers me. Like sometimes when I wake up in the middle of the night, like it bothers me when I go by the gates. Okay, you're done asking questions now. That's it. You're cut off. Okay. Um, you guys, what is a, something terribly fun on your bucket list? I love this one. Fun on my bucket list. I want to go to Japan for a few weeks. Yes. Absolutely. Go to Japan. We're both. I'm taking she took Japanese in college. 
I'm doing the Duolingo Japanese, you know. Yes. So do um Akita. It's really great for Japanese. It does little pictures and games and stuff. It's fantastic. Yeah. So in five years, I should be able to speak Japanese. <laughs> and then we're gonna go to Japan. <laughs> I'm sure that when you, you get there, they'll thoroughly appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I get it. Okay. So CR, <laughs> I'm gonna give you the final question. Okay, guys. Please not some weirdo <laughs> question that you just came up with on the fly. Okay. Give me a second. <laughs> Your questions have been so bizarre tonight. I've had a very weird day, guys. So if you are listening to this, just understand I've had a very weird day. We believe um, you. If you could uninvent one thing, what would it be? And why? Seriously, I would, well, in the present circumstances, we'll just, I, I want to keep this light. So I would just say the nuclear bomb and then we'll move along. Um, but uh, go full honest. You have to be completely honest. This is a very adult podcast. <laughs> you have not been very adult on this podcast. I'm just going to whip it out. Invent something. I don't know. You have any ideas? What would you uninvent? I'm still thinking. I can't think of anything. I have to look around the house and see what we don't need here. <laughs> even if it's something silly like something you don't like like a potato peeler like what is something weird or in general that you don't want that you think is unnecessary those silly little egg things that cook the eggs in the microwave and then they don't come out of the egg thing so they break up anyway <laughs> oh you asked there's, there's some anger on that point that, that seems like a very heated more. conversation <laughs> Because the way that Jen started laughing, she's a hater. <laughs> it was, it's been a couple years now, but um, yeah, we got one of those little things you pop in the microwave and it's supposed to cook the little eggs, but and they're supposed to come out perfectly, but they don't. So you have a pile of whatever. So yeah, that would be it. Good to know, Jen. Do you have a scene on TV that has not lived up to its expectations? I feel like that should be the new question. <laughs> what has seen on TV disappointed you the most? <laughs> Shake like, weight. I don't remember. Oh, she doesn't remember the eggs. <laughs> okay. I remember it. Shake weight. Shake weight. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay, I'm just going to cut us off because I, I think this is just going into a whole realm that none of us are prepared for. Okay. <laughs> Shameless you did it this time though <laughs> no 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 when we listen back to this my friend we will see who the guilty party is okay so let's do shameless self-promotion time jb um how do your fans find you um just find me at www.jbmoonstar.com um 
www.jbmoonstar.com. Um, the books are available um, at Amazon and a lot of other book places. And I think there are, some of them are also in audiobooks and electronic books. So I uh, hope you go pick one up. Absolutely. Jen, how do people find you if they would like a beautiful cover or commissioned artwork? Uh, you can find me on Instagram as j.codic underscore art, K-O-T-I-C-K. Or if you want more nature um, art, a cover focus, it's chaotic sky, K-O-T-I-C-K sky. Very cool. Very cool. You guys have been amazing to have on the show. This has yes. been a ridiculous show, and I'm glad you were both still a part of it because, wow. So um, this has been Drinking with Authors Literary Briefs. I've been your host, Erica Lance. My co-host, who's completely off the rails, has been C.R. Rice. Our guests have been J.B. Moonstar and her amazing daughter, who does the cover artwork. And um, our sponsor is Skunk Brothers Spirits, DWA 10. You can check them out, get amazing stuff from them. We will see you guys next time.